Hi, my name is Kaziah. You probably know me and my husband Peter. We've been here for a little while and working overseas, but we've been here for a couple months to have a baby. Um, I'm not going to talk about any of that right now, but I just wanted to share a little bit about what God has done in my life to bring me from Shadron to the Middle East, which might seem a little odd. Um, so I came here originally from North Dakota, came to CSC to get an education degree, and as some of you might remember, or maybe some college students are kind of going through this as well, you get to senior year and all of a sudden you realize that you have to figure out what you're going to do next, <laughs> and college doesn't last forever. So I got to my senior year and I had no idea. I didn't want to go back to North Dakota, but I didn't know that I wanted to stay here. Um, I had al always had an interest in the Middle East, but I never thought about moving there ever. Um, and even senior year, one of my good friends asked me, hey, do you think that maybe you'd want to do some kind of ministry after you graduate? And I told her, nope. <laughs> I was getting my education degree. I wanted to teach, and that's what I had my mind set on. So basically, I made a list of what I thought my ideal job would be. Uh, what state I wanted to live in, what kind of school, what kind of classes, everything that I wanted and what I thought would be good for me. Um, I also, senior year, went to a winter conference with Revive, and one day I found myself in a room where they were sharing about an opportunity to teach overseas in countries that are really hard to access for the gospel and using, using teaching as a way um, to share the good news. And I was really interested, and so I applied just to find out more about it, and then I got accepted and started freaking out, <laughs> thinking, is this really what I want to do? Is this really what I should do? I, this is so weird. I, this is not what I had in mind, and this is not what was on my ideal job list, for sure. Um, and a couple days later, I actually got a phone call as I was just praying about this opportunity, I got a phone call from this school in the state that I wanted to teach in, and they started, he started explaining this job and asking if I wanted to come interview with them, and it was exactly every single thing that I had put on that list, like my absolute perfect, what I thought would be the perfect job, and he asked if I wanted to apply, and I told him on the phone, no, I don't. <laughs> Um, and I hung up the phone, and I was a little bit uh, cautious, <laughs> and I didn't really know why I said no, but as I just continued to pray about it, I realized that all of these things that I thought would be good for me, um, God was, was changing my heart, and, and I realized that what he was calling me to do was much more than, than what I thought was, would be best for me. So I could share a lot about just what the last couple of years have been like, but one specific story that has been an encouragement to me um, was one of my friends, who's actually a, a believer, she, we were going through reading the Bible in Arabic, and she was helping me just to learn Arabic, and one day we were reading through the Beatitudes, and we read some of these verses. Um, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And later on, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. 
And as this sister was telling me um, what the words meant, she started opening up about her life. And she said that when she became a believer, her husband left her. When her family found out, they stopped talking to her, stopped inviting her to family events and things, and even took her portion of the family inheritance from her. Um, and so she was without family support, without financial support, and a single woman now um, with nothing, basically, and seen really as an outcast in her town. And to make matters worse, she's the only believer that we know of in that whole city. So if you can imagine what that would be like. So as she's telling me this, she's in tears and, and talking about the loneliness and just how difficult this has been for her. And at the same time, she has this huge smile on her face. And she told me, she goes, I have an inheritance, and it's in heaven. And just the, the power of the gospel that I saw in her and have seen um, in other occasions that... Um, you know, sometimes we take for granted hearing this over and over and over again. But this hope in Christ um, for her and, and for us really is worth all of the losses and all of the hardships uh, that, that are in this world. So just a little side note, if you are interested in doing work overseas, or even if you are the person that is kind of interested but you think, no, I would never ever do that, I would love to talk with you because that was me. <laughs> um, but also, I just yeah, hope you're encouraged today, especially as we celebrate this good news that we have um, together and thinking of you know, so many people that have not had the opportunity to hear. Um, but at the same time, even though we've heard this message and probably heard it hundreds and hundreds of times, it does still give us this rich hope that this worth in in Christ and this hope in him is worth far more than we could ever lose on this earth. <laughs>